0: Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms.
1: Let freedom ring. Hey, it's Mark Podolsky, the Land Geek, with your favorite niche real estate website, www.thelandgeek.com. And I am really loving these roundtable podcasts. I hope you, dear listener, are as well. And so if you are, do us a favor, subscribe, rate and review the Art of Passive Income podcast. Send us a screenshot of that review to support at thelandgeek.com. We're going to send you for free the $97 passive income launch kit. And with me on our esteemed roundtable, I've got from landopia.com, Eric Peterson. Eric, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. And it's always nice to hear a female voice on the round table. Rachel Mueller from
2: Hello.
1: Canopyland.com, right, Rachel?
2: That's correct. Canopylandholdings.com.
1: Canopylandholdings.com, and not to be overshadowed. Tate Litchfield, FrontierPropertiesUSA.com. He's got a he's got a nice
2: sort sunburn. of sunburn from sunburn catching
1: like like monster fish. Tate, how are you? I'm great. Happy to be back.
0: Bummed I missed last week, but uh, that's the beauty of this business, Mark, right? No, I mean, you're off. catching
1: fish and you're doing deals. Yeah. I mean,
0: how can you complain about that, right?
1: You've, yeah, honestly, you've lost all complaining privileges. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm happy to be back. And
0: uh, I too am finding these podcasts to be very, very inspiring. It's funny because I listen to them after I've already recorded them. so
1: yeah yeah so i'm leaving for vegas on thursday afternoon i'm really looking forward to the vegas boot camp 70 people tate litchfield that's awesome
0: i mean it's vegas (laughs) vegas baby like (laughs) if you're ever wanting to come to a boot camp it's vegas
1: it should be the vegas boot camp i mean it's Um,
0: fantastic not that the other ones aren't amazing and i'm a little biased because this is my hometown boot camp but uh we got some awesome stuff planned,
1: don't we, Mark? We really do. I'm I'm really excited for the VIPs. That those breakout sessions are awesome. Um, what I what I really love about boot camp is the fact that everybody leaves on Sunday, crystal clear. They're motivated. They know exactly what they need to do. Um, all the land investing clouds dissipate. Everything becomes clear. They get all their questions answered, and then the, you know the community becomes solidified because now instead of seeing you know, Eric Peterson on Facebook, you meet the real Eric Peterson, right? You you meet the real Tate Litchfield, the Rachel Mueller. Like, it's really cool how it becomes so much more real for people in the room, especially for the people that haven't done a whole lot of deals. When they talk to somebody that's done like, you know, 50 deals that year and they're doing deals in real time and asking them, you know, these specific questions about how they're doing it. It's, it's really, uh, phenomenal to, to witness. So before the, uh, before our, our podcast and recording, uh, we were talking about building a buyer's list. And so I thought it'd be a good round table discussion to talk about how we build our buyers lists um, and what we do and how we sort of cultivate that and and you know and keep growing it and, um, and and really you know having this sort of relationship, if you will, with our buyers list. So I want to start with. Eric Peterson. Eric, how do you build your buyers list?
3: Um, Well, I currently do a few different things. um, And actually, I'm always trying to improve it. But um, first of all, anybody that contacts me from an ad that I have out there, um, I will add them to my buyers list automatically. Um, Then I've got forms on my website that uh, people can fill out and join my buyers list that way. Um, and then the much less, uh, often is me just, um, you know, if I'm talking to somebody on the phone, getting their email that way, um, and entering it into my buyer's list. Um, so those are probably the three main areas. Um, well, actually Facebook too. I do get a few, um, emails there to add to my buyer's list as well.
1: Very cool. Rachel Mueller, what about you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Eric kind of nailed it. Um, definitely, anytime you get some sort of an email, whether it's from Craigslist, Landon Farm, if you're communicating with someone on Facebook, as soon as I get that email, I add them to the list, let them know, hey, you're going to stay up to date, new deals, all that fun stuff. Um, we have a few pop ups on our webpage, too, that prompt you to sign up, so you can't really run away from it. When you first log on to the website, it's there. When you go to a property, it's there. When you're about to log off, it's there. Just letting you know you you don't want to miss out. And and then also phone calls if somebody just cold calls you, getting that email so you can follow up and keep going that way.
1: Fantastic. Tate Litchfield.
0: You know, similar approach as everyone else. It's funny because I hear some people say, you know, that they're going to ask for permission to people for people to go on their buyer's list. They'll say, hey, Mark, thanks for your email. Would you like me to add you to our buyer's list? Um, I don't do that. If you contact me, you make it onto my buyer's list. That's a privilege. And that's how my buyer's list has gotten so big. And I know once, Mark, you told me you live by the philosophy where you either, you know, you either buy or you die, right? You get off the list. If you don't want to receive my emails anymore, unsubscribe, what do I care, right? So-
1: Buy or unsubscribe.
0: Yeah, buy or unsubscribe. I mean, maybe, and it's worked. Um, So I consider it a privilege for people to be on our buyers list. And uh, I'm doing a lot of the same things everybody else is. My question is, besides Facebook or Craigslist or the, the traditional methods, is anybody doing anything else to build that buyers list?
1: Eric Peterson, anything, uh, any new ninja geeky tactics that you're kind of hiding underneath your really cool Beats earphones? (laughs) Um, No, I I
3: am, uh, I guess, kind of working on some things, um, you know, thinking through some ideas and different things of that nature, but none of that is really implemented yet. Um, You know, I, I guess one thing we might want to talk about is just what we do with um, those people that are on our list and how much we contact them and, um, you know, different things of that nature as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a minimum once a week. What about, what about you, Eric? How often are you emailing them?
3: Uh, Once a week they get a a investment of the week is what I call it um, from me. Um, I also Anybody that gets added either by me or they join my list, uh, they'll get an autoresponder series, um, walking them through some, you know, land buying mistakes kind of thing. Um, So they'll get that. um, And I'm working on some other
1: autoresponder series as well. Rachel Mueller, what about you?
2: Yeah, we've got some fun Facebook integrations that we're working on actually to try and push some more emails Uh, but we also are working on a free download kind of like you have you know three biggest fatal land buying mistakes Uh, we're working on something similar of our own to try and encourage more people to be signing up and then uh, same thing when they do sign up we have a series of auto responders that kind of pushes them through and encourages them to keep checking back for deals and things like that
1: fantastic tate
0: yeah similar approach i'm I would say we contact our buyers list anywhere from, you know, two to three times a week. Uh, a lot of it's, uh, obviously with our deal of the week, but sometimes we'll send them helpful tips or, um, you know, just cool things that we found, uh, articles on land or whatever we find helpful. And we think that they might enjoy reading. So I think that the most important thing with your buyers list is top of mind awareness, right? Uh, I want to be in their inbox on a weekly basis. So even if they're not buying interested in buying land right now, when they go to delete that email, they still see Tate Litchfield frontier properties. So that's kind of the purpose of the, the, the multiple touch points in a week, because I mean, what's the average attention span of, a, of an American right now?
1: My, mine is two seconds. Exactly. Like a, yeah. I'm like, a, I like, I'm like a ferret on a, <laughs> on a double cappuccino.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think all of us are that way, right? Like, so it's important that uh, my name stays fresh in their memory. So that's why we have the multiple touch points. And yeah, we're working on the Facebook bot and all of that too, to just make it easier for them to communicate. It's pretty
1: cool. Yeah. I mean, my my attention span has gotten so bad that I'm ruining like date night with my wife. <laughs> so so last night, like we, like, we poured like a glass of wine we're going to go watch a movie together in the bedroom, close the door, three kids, good night, right? So I'm saying good night to the kids. Well, sure enough, my son has his laptop open. Well, I, that's my 16 by the way, so don't judge. I could see I could see you getting judgy tape. He's 16. <laughs> and he's watching Breaking Bad, right? And next thing you know, I'm watching it with him. And this goes on for like 10 minutes. I go back into the room. My wife's like I thought we were having date night like like, it's ruined. I ruined it, right? And I'm like, I got distracted.
2: It's breaking Bad. <laughs> no one can blame you for that.
1: Well, and you know what? And that's, that's why, you know, papers weren't filed last night either. So that's good. Yeah. You filed the <laughs> I, I, Yeah. But I, I, I digress. I digress. So from a, from a technical standpoint, is every, what's everybody using actually to, to execute on... Creating, let's say, the squeeze page, collecting that email, right? And then how are they actually creating that autoresponder series and emailing them out? For example, are they using an aweber or a MailChimp or a Constant Contact? And why? So Eric, what about you?
3: Okay. Um well when I started I used MailChimp. Um I've recently switched over to Convert Kit. Um and I'm loving that. Um so my autoresponder. What, what do you love about
1: it compared to Mailchimp?
3: Um. Well, first of all, I'm I'm just getting better open rates. Um, I with Mailchimp, I had a very, um, let's say, professional email that I would send out with images and logos and all kinds of stuff. ConvertKit, I'm just sending texts. Um, but the, the tagging ability to kind of segment my list and start to define different groups of buyers um, is a lot easier to use than a MailChimp. It's not that you can't do it, um, but it's just a lot more functional, I feel like, in ConvertKit. So, so yeah, I mean, for that reason, I'm just, I'm really liking it a lot.
1: Rachel Mueller, how about you?
2: Uh, I'm really happy we're talking about this, actually, because recently I've been deciding if I want to keep MailChimp uh, for that reason, low open rates, it seems like. Um, it works, though, as far as organization and web integration. Uh, so we have our list with MailChimp, and then we actually have something called Mail Munch that's integrated into our WordPress website, and that's what prompts all of those pop-ups that you can customize, and it kind of funnels into the buyers list. Um, and then the autoresponders through MailChimp. But again, like Eric mentioned, it's pretty snazzy. Um, It's HTML emails, and I think it might just be too much. Well, I mean, HTML
1: emails are getting um, filtered out, right? Like Google's got the filter. Like if it's HTML email, oh, it looks like it's coming from Nordstrom. That's a promotion, right? Um, We only send text emails Mm -hmm. out. Um, And we use AWeber, but Tate... Uh, what about like the actual tech to get the, the, uh, the email, right? And then put that into Aweber. So we're
0: using Aweber and then we link in, you know, lead pages, you know, often it'll go out as a text in Aweber and you'll click on a, you know, a tell me more button and that will take you to a lead page. Uh, from that lead page you can also you know purchase the property or get more information look at current inventory There's a little video on it typically and our open rate is uh, you know knock on wood. It's fantastic We have a really really great open rate um, and For us we've done a lot of testing and I've noticed that you got to have a catchy headline and you got to have a good photo
1: mm-hmm.
0: other than that um, you know I think that some people are going to view it as just spam or another junk mail, but somebody who's really looking or really interested, uh, you got about one second before they decide if it's trash or if it's something worth pursuing and, and getting more information on. So we spend a lot of time and effort on making sure our headlines are, uh, are catchy and unique and you know, that there's some sort of call to action in them.
1: You know what I think is so important is those first two sentences in the email because when I'm like looking on my iPhone and I'm, and I'm looking at my email, I only kind of review the first two sentences and then I kind of make that quick decision. Do I want to read more or not? So Eric, how much thought are you putting into those first two sentences? Are you just, you know, writing?
3: Well, my opening line is, is actually always the same right now. Just me reintroducing myself, my company, and you know letting them know that this is this week's deal of the week um so i mean that's that's maybe something to think about um but that's kind of the way i've done it up till now um and then after that i mean once you get past that first sentence obviously um you know we start talking about that particular deal um and yeah i mean try to keep that those opening sentences um Maybe a little lighter, more kind of storytelling, kind of choose your path kind of perspective. I don't know. Um, So I do a little bit of that, but, you know, maybe it's time to rethink that opening sentence.
1: I, I almost feel like it should be like, you know, completely like you have to open it. First two sentences like, you know, I was bleeding from my side. Dot, dot, dot. Right. Like, what?
2: I would click on that. <laughs> yeah. right, right. Like,
1: wh- tell me the story. This story is crazy. I'm bleeding from my side, you know, and then you're like, just kidding. But actually, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you start losing your readership by, baiting right. it, you know, by clickbaiting it. But it's like, you gotta, you gotta get that attention in those first two sentences. Um, Rachel, how often are you thinking about that when you're I- crafting?
2: Every time that we compose an email, I mean, I agree with you in that people nowadays, they're checking their phone for emails more than they are desktop computer. And in iPhone especially, you have just that like five words or seven words of a preview. And that's kind of the determining moment if somebody's going to click on it or they're just going archive, to archive it or, you know, delete it. So you really want something that is going to be attention grabbing and want them, will them to click on it and go further.
1: Tate, what about you?
0: Same. You know, it's kind of the priority of the email. Uh, everything else is really easy and really quick to produce and, and create. But uh, I sp- i would say—we spend the most m- most time on that first little intro. Make the property sound really desirable and really unique, and highlight some of its uh, some of its positive attributes. And so we 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 hit that first intro really really hard.
1: Yeah, I, I I think it's it's critical. Um, Eric, did you ever tell us how you how you're getting the actual what tech your piece you're using to actually get the the email? No, no. Like we and use lead pages. Rachel's using a WordPress plugin. What are you doing?
3: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. So, uh, you know the the email responses I get to my ads, whether that be landed farm or Craigslist or wherever Facebook. Um, from there, after that first response, they go into pipe drive and I have a, um, zap running from pipe drive that adds those emails to my, um, buyer's list.
1: So geeky. I love the automation. (laughs) If you don't know what a zap is, it's zapier.com. It's like my favorite website. It's Um, pretty awesome. I'm on there every day. What can I automate today? Like literally like you should be thinking, what can I automate today? Um, you know, it's, I, I think it's, it's interesting though, is that as open rates start going lower and lower, um, because of the filtering, because of the fact that we all are inundated today with too much email, what are you thinking about for the future as far as how are you gonna continue building that rapport, building that relationship with a buyer's list that might look you know, very different or, or in a different medium? Um, Because really, it's the only thing we own is that buyers list. But how do you get them to take get more engagement? I mean, Tate, what do you think? I think it's going
0: to go to kind of bots. I think that people are going to want more live chat, and um, you know, rather than responding to an email and waiting an hour or two for an instant response, I think it's in the future. You're going to have a chat now integration button where they can click on it and chat with a live representative about said property or or whatever question they have so i think that's going to be part of the future you know we see it similar on like facebook messenger and some of the bots out there but i think somehow in the future we're going to have to integrate that into email format i don't know maybe that's just my theory
1: yeah my my plug of the the week is the Land geek bot Yep. Go on, go on the landgeek.com and, and subscribe. You'll see, you'll see how geeky it can get. Exactly. I mean, yeah.
0: people want instant answers nowadays. They don't want to wait five hours. And, you know, I think that you can apply that fast response time to just about any aspect of this business, and you're going to see results. You know, when people contact you, say, hey, I want more info, are you the person that responds the next day, or do you respond within an hour or two?
1: Yeah. Rachel Mueller, what about you? What do you think the future is?
2: I completely agree with Tate. Um, we have a web chat on our website. I think Sean mentioned last week and it works like a charm. Um, people just really want that communication then and now, you know, everyone's just glued to their phones. And if they're asking a question, they're interested right then. And the sooner you can get back to them, the better you're going to see those results, the better results you're going to see.
1: Yeah, my kids are so glued to their phones now that I text them. I'm sitting right next to them watching a movie, and I just text them. How, what do you think of the movie? <laughs> so I don't, We don't need to talk to each other anymore. Just kidding. I'm, 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 I'm the dad that's like, they, they're like complaining about me. They're like all oh, you're, you're so strict because like, we take their phones away for the week. They can use them on the weekends. Um, except, except for the 16-year-old watching Breaking Bad. That's a laptop. All right, Eric Peterson, what about you? What's the future?
3: uh you know i don't know um i think i think it's interesting the idea of you know some integration of some kind of live chat through email something like that um but you know i mean i just i'm always surprised by you know where technology takes us you know um so i we'll see (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be great if you could do like an Amazon Dash button, but instead of buying wow. like Thai detergent, it's yeah. buy a piece of property, right? Or contact Frontier Properties, get this property, just tap that button. It automatically, you know, creates like a chat or I don't know, something like yeah. that. Um, just put it up on their refrigerator. You know, you send every every prospect a button. It's not a bad idea, actually. kind of cool, actually. It's not, you know, have like an Amazon <laughs> Echo sort of uh integration you know enable buy land skill and then deal of the week this week is from frontier properties it's 99 dollars down it's 249 a month in beautiful nevada would you like to learn more and then they'll they'll say yes like they wait and then it goes connecting and then it like calls you yeah and then it'd be disappointing if you got voicemail, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or a non-English speaker. yeah. Right. Now. So, um, but the future is interesting. And I, I, think, I think we're all kind of missing out on a huge opportunity right now with Facebook Live. Um, and, you know, making these sort of 45-second soundbite videos that just are super quick, super actionable, where you say, hey, it's Eric Peterson, landopia.com. I don't know if you know that I'm a, you know, a land seller, but my prices are too hard to believe. Like 249 down, 249 a month. If you want to learn more, go to landopia.com. Um, click here. And just for you know, subscribing, I'm going to send you this uh, you know, special gift um, called The Best Tips by Frontier Properties and Land Geek. Something like that. I don't know, but it's gotta be 45 seconds because like we've been mentioning, anything longer, you're gonna lose them, mm-hmm. right? So it's gotta be a really clear value and it's a really clear call to action. Um, and I also think YouTube, we're not talking about enough either as far as uh, getting the Google juice um, with you know, the, you know, these keywords like you know, land investing, wholesale land, owner finance land, those types of things that people might be looking for as well. Rachel Mueller, what are your thoughts?
2: I love that. Uh, we haven't jumped into the Facebook Live, but we do use YouTube um, for a lot of our properties, especially the more expensive ones. We'll have videos and flower videos that are on there, and we link to them from all over, and you get more subscribers. I mean, people are everywhere, and they're funneling in from so many different places. You wouldn't believe.
1: Yeah, I mean, the key is you've you, you, you got to get them off of the, those channels into your email list, but mm-hmm. because of the traffic, I think, I think it's a better... A better way to do it, um, and I think people nobody reads anymore, right? Video killed the radio star. Tate, am I off on this? Totally right. I mean, that's why
0: we maybe what was about a year and a half, two years ago, we started integrating videos into all of our deal of weeks. That way, you can watch a video about the property rather than read. So I mean, yeah, absolutely. Video definitely killed the radio star. So yeah, don't underestimate the power of. of video marketing and,
1: and that kind of thing. Yeah, my, my favorite automation tip right now is to take um, like a blog post. Like let's say that, you know, Eric updates his WordPress site with a deal of the week, right? And puts it on there as a listing. Well, lumen5.com will take that listing and automate it into it. It'll make it a video. And you can quickly edit a video in like five seconds and then upload it into Facebook and YouTube. and And then it'll, you know... You have a call to action at the end. Learn more at FrontierPropertiesUSA.com or whatever it is. LandOpia.com KW Landholdings.com. You know? So uh, L-U-M-E-N the number five dot com. I'm, I'm loving it. So Eric Peterson we're at that point now in the podcast where I want your tip of the week. A website a resource a book something actionable where the Art of Passive Income listeners can improve their businesses, improve their lives, and most importantly, come back on Tuesday and listen to another Roundtable podcast. No pressure, Eric Peterson.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, I've got one, and I I hope you haven't mentioned it before. Um, It's a book. It's called The Conversion Code by Chris Smith. Um, Been listening to it. I'm not finished with it, but uh, really enjoying the book. It's Full of um, great content talks a lot about Facebook and using Facebook to create your funnels and um, different techniques about advertising on Facebook and um, you know just Just basically getting people on your list and uh working that and um it's just it's uh it's been very informative
1: Interesting I about the author we have to get this guy on the podcast
3: how'd you find this guy yeah i just uh came across it in audible and thought i'd give it a shot
1: wow chris smith curator wow i think this guy knows he's doing
3: (laughs) yeah i mean it's like i said i'm enjoying it so
1: what's your biggest takeaway so far
3: um, you know what, I think uh, I've been listening to it in the car and, you know, just in little pieces here and there. And I really think I need to go back through and listen to parts of it over again, where um, a lot of the Facebook stuff has been really interesting to me as kind of um, Facebook is becoming kind of bigger and bigger with what we're doing. Um, so where he's talking about, all his different Facebook technique, techniques, I, that's probably been the biggest takeaway
1: so far. Interesting. Rachel Mueller, what's your tip of the week?
2: My tip of the week, I guess it kind of rolls into what we were saying, you know, everyone, especially my, me included, uh, we're all glued to our phones and our technology, and it's so exciting too now with the amount of leads that we're getting rolling in, you know, we're on Facebook, and we're messaging people, And I'll look at the clock and realize that I've been on my computer and haven't looked away in like two hours and my eyes are burning and I haven't had any water and I'm dying and I need to take a break. And so I have this, uh, little Chrome plugin extension. It's called I care, I think. And it, uh, basically tells you, you can set it up for how often you want it to remind you to look away from the computer, take a break, stand up, stretch, Um, And then I have an app on my phone um, that's a water reminder so you drink enough water during the day Um, because those are two super important things to keep yourself healthy and going, and I've been loving those.
1: Rachel, why don't you just do what I do and get the treadmill desk and have a big jug of water right next (laughs) to you because if you're walking all day, you'll get thirsty. You'll have to drink. Or you'll pass out. That's true. <laughs> so you know, my tip for you is trekdesk.com. t r e k desk.com. And the can way I, I bought can this I ship was. Europe a... with me? Oh, now she's got to bring up Europe. I forgot. I know.
2: Sorry, I had to I mean, rub that one that, in. <laughs> that's
1: that's Rachel Mueller's drop the mic moment. Oh really? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: why don't you go? Why don't you live in your garage, Mark, while I go see the world? <laughs> And I'll be drinking Evian, by the way. So have you and Sean discussed like the, the, the plan and how that's going to work? And
2: Yeah, we're working on it. Um, our first stop is Valencia, Spain, and we are going to be there hopefully for about a month. We, you know, this is going to be a working trip more than a vacation. You know, we want to basically take our lives and kind of move them overseas and see if we can really run this business while we're living outside of the box. So our goals are Spain, Prague, and then maybe a few places in between. We'll see where the wind takes us.
1: Well, if you need tips, Tate's actually, you know, done deals overseas. Yeah. So, um... You know the awesome. logistics of it. The logistics today are really not so bad between no. Simplify and um, you know limited power of attorney and all that t- stuff, and and actually having like a uh, a virtual mailbox, sure. super e- super easy. Um, all right, great tip. Great tip. Uh, Tate Litchfield, what's your Alrighty. tip of the week?
0: So my tip of the week's uh, an app that I started using recently, and. I think everybody knows I'm a big believer on kind of like daily rituals. I'm a firm I'm firm on the practice makes permanent. And there's certain things in this business that you need to do every single day in order to see the growth and success that you determine you want. And so I've I've often been a fan of kind of just a pen and paper approach and it got a little repetitive, so I started looking for alternatives to writing things down on a daily basis because I'm on my phone so much anyways, and I came across an app called Any.Do. So it's Any. Do. Basically, it's really cool because you can set reminders in there, and they'll pop up, and it'll tell you when it's due. If you did it, all you have to do is hit the Done box. If you haven't done it, you know, there's a Later button or there's a you know, Failed button kind of thing to where you didn't accomplish it. But it's cool because it it holds me basically accountable for the certain things that need to be done every day. So you could apply your mailing. You could apply your Craigslist marketing. You could apply your county research to there. And every single day, it's going to pop up on your phone and say, did you do this? And if you didn't, you know, you know why you're not seeing the growth you want because you can look back at the end of the month and it will give you kind of an an overview of your accomplishments and whether or not you achieved it or not. So it's great because it sets the bar for yourself and you determine what is essential on a daily basis.
1: I, I love it. I love it. Um, cool. I use something similar. I actually have two apps that I use to get stuff done um, and create habits. The first app is Streaks. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Jerry Seinfeld calendar, um, you know, kind of brain hack where you don't want to break the chain. So you don't want to break the chain of your streak. So like I have these streaks that I want to just continually, you know, do whether it's, you know, working out for 20 minutes or meditating for 20 minutes or, you know, making a snide comment towards Eric Peterson for five minutes, something like that. I just want to break that chain and, and like, you know, and you get like that, that haptic feedback when you, when you do it on the phone. And then the other one is do D U E, which is kind of similar, except it's annoying where you'll put a, a do like a to do list but it will not go away. It will continually remind you. It is the most annoying thing ever. And like it just like you you can snooze it, but it still can continually remind you. Where like if I put something on my calendar, um, it'll pop up and then it'll go away, right? It won't continually remind me. This thing won't stop nagging me. And I love it. I love it. Um so those are great tips. And then my other, I've got two tips for the week because we are talking about um, Facebook Live and, and doing videos, those 45-second videos. There's two ways right now that are really inexpensive to execute on this, right? Because if you want to do it, um, you can do it from your phone, and do Facebook Live, but um, there's other, if you're going to do it from your computer, like you've got a nice webcam um, and you want to have a little bit more production value, there's a site called Be Live. B-E-L-I-V-E dot TV. It's free. Um, it's really cool. Uh, and do that. And then I just bought Ecamm Live. E and then C-A-M-M-M-L-I-V-E. And this is like uh, if you're really kind of geeky and you're into OBS or Wirecast um, and these sort of these streaming type video services. Uh, OBS is free. Wirecast is 500 bucks. Ecamm Live was 15 bucks. So... It's, it's a super affordable solution to doing, um, you know, live video uh, in Facebook and, and sharing your screen if you want to do that and those types of things because you can't do that on BeLive yet. Um, and you certainly can't do it on your Facebook app. So uh, a little bit more bells and whistles there. Anyways, uh, I thought this was a great roundtable. Was there anything else we, we should have talked about we didn't talk about as far as building your it. list? Rachel?
2: No, I feel good. This was helpful for me too.
1: Are we good, Eric Peterson? Yeah, I think we're good. Chock full of value. Are you guys gonna come back next week and do this? I think so. You know what we're gonna talk about next week? Oh yeah, boot. All the boot camp love. Um, what I'll do, you know, we'll, we'll keep notes and see who did who did the biggest deal at boot camp. Every every boot camp, someone does a deal in real time. So this time we'll see like who did the best deal. Um, Hey, what was your best deal this, this week?
0: Um, best deal, last week we had a, obviously I was gone. We had a cash deal and then, you know, a property. I think we bought it for about 500 bucks. We're going to get a uh, hundred dollars a month for the next uh, 48 months on it. So, you know, it's a bread and butter deal, right? Those are my favorite. After I all love those deals. Done, that's what I like.
1: Nice. Rachel Mueller, best deal yeah. this week?
2: We had, a, we had a great deal uh, at the end, last week, actually. Uh, we had a default, and so we had already made our initial investment back, and then we just went ahead and resold it for terms and getting more on top of that. So not too shabby.
1: I love it. I love it. And we got to get you into GeekPay.io, so you yes. automate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, Seth Williams kind of screwed up BluePay for everybody. I love Seth Williams. If you're not checking out retipster.com, it's great, but... Um, the power of Seth can be overwhelming sometimes. <laughs> so when he makes his recommendation, uh, you know, these, these little uh, companies get overwhelmed. Eric Peterson, best deal. Um, yeah, I guess, uh,
3: I sold, um, six properties. Uh, they were adjoining properties. Um, had uh, That's probably, tough. I don't know, about three grand in them. Uh, sold it on terms for, uh, uh, I don't even know what the percentage return is. It's like, um, I think it's about 16 or 17,000 over s- six years,
1: I think. That's a nice deal. So, yeah, it's That's pretty nice good. Deal. Are you using geekpay.io?
3: Uh, no. That one, we got to talk about that one because it, it needs to be separated out. But uh, yeah, I will.
1: Okay. How's it going with that software, by the way? We're getting closer. Uh, yeah, it's,
3: it's getting there. You know, there's still little bugs here and there, but uh, overall, it, it's going good.
1: All right, awesome, awesome. All right, well, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the listeners again. Subscribe, rate, review the, the uh, podcast. Let us know how we're doing with the Roundtable. Um, send us a screenshot of your uh, of your review to support of landgeek.com. We're going to send you for free the $97 passive income launch kit. All right. Are we ready to get geeky here? We're going to do it?
0: Yeah, we're doing it.
2: One,
1: two, three.
2: Let freedom Freedom ring.